Hi, you're listening to Coffee Talk. I am Liv and I'm here with Carrie. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about forgiving the unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily the unforgivable act, uh, although that could play into that, but really the unforgivable person. Mm-hmm. So Carrie, what comes to your mind when you hear the word forgive? Oh man, I think about a lot of things, but I think about freedom versus bondage. Those words pop into my head when mm-hmm. I think about forgive. I think uh, pain. Mm-hmm. It's very painful yes. <laughs> sometimes to forgive. Humbling. Yes. <laughs> it's just the hardest thing. I yeah. just think it's really hard. Yeah. I think that for me, like I, when I hear word, like forgive, the, the whole phrase forgive and forget kind of comes to mind mm. and I just kind of roll my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yes. it's really hard to do. Yes. And it's really impossible to do actually in our own strength. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and go to scripture and just kind of go through about what God's word has to say about uh, forgiveness. It actually has quite a bit to yes. say. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> so I have here bearing with one another. Bearing with one another. The, the lexicon actually says to hold up, to endure to suffer and to Mm. put up with. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I put up with a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) So um, maybe quite not as as well as the Bible tells me I should. There's a lot of weight in that word. There's a lot of weight. But Colossians 3, 13 through 14, it says, Make allowance for each other's faults. Forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Mm. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Mm-hmm. Tying love with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Love how they draw in here, which some of the other uh, scriptures we're going to go over is, points out that God forgave us. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we have to forgive others. <laughs> right. Yes. And some other verses I have here, Matthew six fourteen through 15. So again, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. If you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. So that's pretty blunt. And again, Ephesians 4, 31 through 32, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Mm Do you have any other scriptures that you wanted to point out? Well, I was thinking of also in Matthew 18, mm-hmm. just the whole story. So I won't read the whole thing, but it's talking about the the uh, unforgiving servant yes. who was forgiven so much and then yes. totally did, just forgot it, walked away and, you know, demanded everything from someone who owed him so little. Mm-hmm. Didn't learn a thing. Mm-hmm. It meant nothing to him yeah. what had been done for him. Again, just kind of reiterating what you had mentioned earlier about the weight of the fact that what Christ has done for us Mm -hmm. is the only reason Mm -hmm. we need to forgive someone. Right. Like that's it. There's a lot of other perks that go along with it. (laughs) Right. But that's the main reason. It's a, it's not an option. My uh, in-laws church, I went to a conference there and one of the things they said, I really enjoyed. It says, if we do not readily forgive, we do not have an accurate picture of how sinful we really are. Mm. Because you put yourself in this position of, you know, just mm-hmm. like the the story in Matthew 18 um, mm-hmm. of that you're better than somebody else and you don't really see how horrible you really are compared sure. to Christ. Yes. Yeah. You're comparing, but to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. We should all be comparing ourselves to Christ, not comparing ourselves to each other. Right. <laughs> so the other verse I wanted to point out here is Luke 17 verses three through four. 
says, pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. Mm-hmm. So to me, that one's a really hard one to swallow because it's not just forgiving once. This is a right. process. Yep. This, is a, this is a habitual issue. Mm-hmm. And there are certain people in our lives that we have that habitual, we have to forgive them constantly Mm -hmm. because they continue to offend or we continue to take offense Mm -hmm. whichever one um so that to me is is the hardest pill to swallow is that this is like a lifelong journey it's not just a one-time thing you have to continue to extend forgiveness Mm -hmm. and that's really the other side of the coin i was just thinking this week again (laughs) because this comes up all the time of how I think as humans we do this, but my personality is one that does this a lot where there's like this mental checklist of things we're working on. And once we complete it, like we're done. Mm-hmm. I've learned that lesson, like I'm done. Yes. I'm not going to think about it. We're, we'll just push that off the table, move, move on to something else. And yet over and over and over again, I find myself back there on my knees, flat on my face again over the same sin issue, mm-hmm. over, you know, the same hurt, whatever it is that I thought I learned. And this is the, like, that's the flip side. Like we... Need forgiven over and over and over again. Yes. Um, in the same way. And it's it's hard to remember that. I think that sometimes I don't even think about the fact that I cause offense. Yes. I just, I never think of myself as they're having to forgive me sure. as well. Yes. And that is a humbling position to mm-hmm. be in as well. So just for a second, we'll just talk about the effects that unforgiveness can have on us in all areas of our life. So physically, I have, um, I have an article from Johns Hopkins, Johns Hopkins, um, and this is what it says about unforgiveness. There is an enormous physical burden to being hurt and disappointed. Chronic anger puts you into fight or flight mode, which results in numerous changes in heart rate, blood pressure, and immune response. Those changes then increase the risk of depression, heart disease, and diabetes, among other conditions. Mm. Forgiveness, however, calms stress levels, leading to improved health. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It is amazing. Science, like, it proves the Bible. Yes, it does. Continually. <laughs> it's just really cool that what the Bible tells us not to do, I mm-hmm. mean, there's, it's for our good. Yes. Right. Well, and I think it helps bring home the importance of it, you know, right. that, I don't know, when I think about my kids and when I'm trying to explain to them why something's important that they totally can't understand. A lot of times it's obedience, which forgiveness is oftentimes comes down just to obeying, like right. we said. So then when there's those bonus opportunities where you can easily show them <laughs> consequences, like mm-hmm. this natural consequence when you don't listen to what I've asked for you, that it's, you know, it's better for you to do it this way. Mm-hmm. And so there we have it. The science has done that for us too. Yes, yes. Um, emotionally speaking, people that are hurt, hurt others. Mm-hmm. So if you are holding on to unforgiveness, you're walking around inflicting pain on others because... Mm-hmm. If you aren't healed, there's no way that you can, sure, you know, be a blessing and, and love others uh, fully. Yes. And I think, too, when our emotions become involved like that in negative ways, it also clouds the, our lenses mm-hmm. um, for the way that we view people and the world yes. and, and those other situations. It yes. kind of perpetuates the problem. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mentally, honestly, it just takes up a lot of space. Mm-hmm. I know that when I have struggled with unforgiveness, I repeat what happened over and over and over again mm. in my head, playing out different scenarios of what I would have said or well, what yeah. ha- what would I say if this happens next? Mm-hmm. And all of this that's just 
fueled by unforgiveness mm-hmm. and anger and, and hatred, quite honestly. And so it really takes up a lot of space. It drains me of my energy. Yeah. It drains me of my joy. Mm-hmm. And I end up fixating on that person who wronged me as their evil when the Bible says right. we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, we wrestle against principalities. And so it's it's not them that's the problem. It's mm-hmm. it's Satan that's roaming free in the earth. That's the problem. Right. But it again it gets your eyes off of God where yes. they should be. Yes. And then that just leads to it being hard then, if not impossible, for others to see Jesus in us. Like even as yeah. Christians, when we get hung up like that, mm-hmm. that's not what's coming out of us. That's not what people's people are going to see. And they're not going to see that he makes a difference. Everybody right. struggles with forgiveness, whether mm-hmm. they're saved or they're not saved, whether they know the word or they don't know the word. It's mm-hmm. an issue for everyone, which can be a big key for our testimony. If we're able to forgive mm-hmm. or make progress in forgiveness, that's a difference from the world. And mm-hmm. when we're when we're fixed, our eyes are not fixed on that, then nobody's seeing that yeah. difference. Yeah. Spiritually speaking, um, unforgiveness is a sin, mm-hmm. obviously. And so it is a hindrance to our relationship with God, mm. just as any sin is. God gave me an analogy. I call it my water hose analogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, he just gave me this picture of a water hose with water flowing through it. And when you have unforgiveness or any sin, but specifically he was speaking to me on unforgiveness, it's like having a kink in the water hose mm. and the water is not going to flow freely. The The love of God that's, that's welling mm-hmm. up inside of you from, you know, the presence of the Holy Spirit as a believer, yeah. it's not going to flow out onto mm-hmm. others. If there's a blockage because you're holding on to this unforgiveness. Sure. I feel like, I think I've mentioned before when I've, had unforgiveness in my heart. It basically puts scales on your eyes mm-hmm. where you focus so much on that person or that situation that you're not focusing on God and you're not seeing the truth and mm-hmm. you're not having a proper perspective because you're not focusing on God. Sure. It really creates a, a barrier between you and God because I remember a few times when I've encountered this and had to deal with unforgiveness in my heart Mm -hmm. when I when I repent and you know I I recognize it and then I repent Mm -hmm. that wall is knocked down it was a wall that I didn't even know was there right yes and then once it came down I was like wow okay (laughs) did not realize that there was like a block between God and me and and then he always takes me to more intimate and deeper Mm -hmm. levels with him right after that is has been removed. Yes. And so it's just a good picture, a good picture of the blessings, right, of obedience. I mean, that's, that is our greatest good from mm-hmm. the Lord is that he would bring us closer to him mm-hmm. and deeper with him. So practically, how can we truly forgive others as Christ has forgiven us? Oh my goodness. Well, that's I'm thankful. <laughs> it's a loaded question. <laughs> I mean, the answer obviously is always Jesus, right? Yes. Jesus. He is our example. But I think something that we've already mentioned, just remembering that it's an act of obedience, yes. right? And that because of what Christ has done for us and his love for us in giving us Jesus, forgiving us of all of our sins and giving us his righteousness, then in response to that, we should, out of our love for him, choose to obey. Right. Even if that's the bare bones, that's all we can handle. <laughs> I think choosing is the big thing there. Mm-hmm. Like what you're saying, just choose to obey because mm-hmm. our feelings are not going, no. we're not going to want to obey. Mm-hmm. We're going to want to nurse that wound because it feels better sure. to nurse the wound than it does to die to ourselves 
and let right. God live through us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's that's the big thing I wrote on here is it is a choice and we have a choice in the matter because I think yeah. so many times we, when we, whatever we feel, we're like, oh, well, that must be truth. But our feelings are not truth. No. They can sometimes be indicators, mm-hmm. but they, are, they do not dictate what we should do. True. Well, and I think too, like someone, I, I don't know, I was a student um, when I heard this picture, word picture, but about forgiveness being um, taking that person off of our hook and putting them on God's hook. Mm-hmm. You know, not that they're necessarily going to get away with it. I think it feels like sometimes if we're going to forgive somebody, mm-hmm. like they're going to get away with it. It was wrong. It yeah. was legitimately hurtful, sinful, wrong. But we aren't God. And he says in his word, you know, in Romans twelve nineteen, um, that vengeance is mine, I will repay. You know, and it's he, he will take care of it in the way he deems best mm-hmm. for for his glory. And so that has just helped me some to remember, like, it's not my job to make them pay. Right. Um, but it is my job to put them in God's hand mm-hmm. and let him take care of it. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That involves letting go of control right. and pride. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, familiar. Yes. Yes. I think the, the big question that I have that I've come to you about several times is how can we continue to forgive Mm -hmm. when we still have to maintain a relationship? Because certain relationships, you know, it's, there's some unforgiveness, but you don't have to maintain relationship or they're, they're not, somebody cuts you off on the highway. You don't know that person. That's, that's easier (laughs) to forgive when you don't know the person. You don't have to see them every day. Right. But when you have to see somebody on a consistent basis mm-hmm. and they continue to cause hurts, then how can you extend God's love to them and forgive? Yes. Right. Definitely not in and of ourselves. Yes. Um, prayer, obviously for them and for our, for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, because it's obedience, mm-hmm. Lord, help me to obey. It's interesting because I heard a uh, sermon by Max Lucado mm-hmm. recently, and it was on this topic on forgiveness and of course, he has such a beautiful way of stringing oh, yeah. words together and making great stories and just really brings it home. But there was one little part that I loved what he said. He said, forgiving is a process. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to forgive, you're forgiving. Yes. That's huge. That's great. Because, that, yeah. because it is, what you said, mm-hmm. it's a process. Yeah. But knowing what that looks like, then, well, when have I forgiven? You know? Right. <laughs> well, you're forgiving all along right. the process. Right. So another conference I was at, they basically said very similar thing. Mm-hmm. And it really helped me because I, I think when I forgive that when those feelings come back, because they will, right. like I will resurrect them, right? When, some, right. when a new offense happens yes. or when something happens that reminds me of what happened, mm-hmm. then I will start to nurse those wounds again. And I'm like, okay, did I not forgive? Because I thought that I forgave, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I have no clue how to forgive. (laughs) And what was, what was nice about this, this conference is the same thing as quote that you just said. It gave this analogy. And I think I've mentioned it before in a couple of blog posts of uh, this bell ringing and you're, you're ringing this bell. That's what what happens when someone causes an offense, this bell rings Mm. like in your ears. Mm -hmm. And then if you just hop off the rope, eventually the ringing Mm. will stop. Mm -hmm. And you just have to choose to get off the rope, mm-hmm. to stop nursing the wound, and then eventually the sound will cease. Mm-hmm. But you can at any time hop back on the rope. Sure. As soon as you choose to forgive, you also have a choice to, 
to not forgive and you have a choice to resurrect those wounds and to bring them back. Sure. And uh, I think that when that kind of stuff happened to me, when new offenses would happen, instead of resurrecting it, just, okay, I choose to forgive. Mm -hmm. I choose to Mm -hmm. forgive and just keep putting it to bed. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I didn't forgive in the first place. It just means it's a process and I have to continue to forgive Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Mm -hmm. Satan will just continue to dig up new things. Yes. He's so good at that. Yes, he is. <laughs> One thing I put down too is to fill up. And by that, I mean fill mm-hmm. up with God. Because mm-hmm. I think when you're pursuing him and you're seeking him with your whole heart, he is going to reveal things to you. Uh, Psalm 51.10, create in me a clean heart, mm-hmm. O God. You know, I've, I've, I've been praying that a lot lately of, you know, show me anything in my life that I need to, that doesn't need to be there. Yes. That's not like you, that needs to be refined out. And he will definitely show you. And it is definitely not fun. (laughs) But it's a good thing because it means you're becoming more like him. Yes. The other thing I put, you had mentioned praying Uh for them. Yes. And I feel like that was one thing that really, really, really helped me change my attitude Mm -hmm. into going into a situation. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just to pray for, oh, Lord, I'm going into the situation. You know, please help me. And, you know, it wasn't. But it's actually proactively praying for that person to, for God to just their hand, be, his hand be on their marriage and, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think proactively praying for them, it really helps you have a heart for them. Yes. Instead of against yes. them. That makes so much sense because you have to replace it. Like mm-hmm. the void, the void, it's not going to stay a void. Something's mm-hmm. going to come in it. So if you're yes. trying to kick out the bitterness right. and kick out the unforgiveness, you have to replace it. Yes. And that's good at filling holes. So we need to make sure we fill it with the truth first, right? (laughs) right. And I think the other thing, too, that you had mentioned to me when I came to you is you had said just to basically let go of expectations. Mm -hmm. Because, and it's big for me, too. Yeah, like stop stop assuming that it's going to be like, or stop hoping, falsely hoping that it's going to be better Mm -hmm. because it might not ever get better. Sure. But when you go in Mm -hmm. thinking that it might get better, you're right back where you started mm-hmm. when it doesn't get better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also think too, when a lot of times they, I think I feel that uh, when I have let it go or something that I'm owed an apology, Ah, uh, you know, like, yes. like, you know, I pray, Lord, help them to see right. <laughs> how wrong <laughs> that they were and that I need an apology. How big their offense was. Yes. But just know that, that you may never receive an apology. Sure. Um, and they may con- they may never admit they were wrong, and they may continue to cause offense. Uh-huh. It may be even unknowingly. Sure. But that does not have a bearing on what you should choose mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The keeping track part. Yeah. Like that's not part of. Yes. Nowhere in Scripture does God talk right. about that that we keep track of that. Right. It's the opposite of right. that. He casts it. Mm-hmm. Our sin, as far as the east is from the west. Yeah. He has every right if anybody had a right he would have the right Mm -hmm. to store that up and remind us of it and he doesn't do that and so when he asks us to be like christ that is also a requirement to not to not do that yes yeah yeah and it says the bible says that it's easy to (laughs) to love love those who love you right but loving your enemies and choosing to forgive it's easy to forgive the forgivable, mm-hmm. the people that say, oh, I'm so sorry, yes. I wronged you, please forgive me. But the people that never do that, the unforgivable, that's where yes. it really gets difficult. And that's where you really need to rely on the strength of the Lord mm-hmm. 
um, and his spirit inside of you to empower you to forgive because mm-hmm. there's no way that we in and of ourselves can forgive. Right. So uh, the last scripture that I'm just going to say out here because as like a, a prayer over you, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Psalm 1914, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. So go forth and <laughs> speak what he wants you to speak and <laughs> love as he loves and forgive as he forgives. Thank you so much for joining us, Carrie. Yes, thank you. Well, you guys have a wonderful day and you have been prayed for. 